bow our heads for prayer. Father in heaven, it's a challenge some days to walk by faith and not by sight. We pray that by your Holy Spirit working in our lives, that you would connect us to you in ways that strengthen our faith and give us courage to face the things that we face in this world, that we can trust in you absolutely and with no fear. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Trust. We can use the words. Sometimes it might go like this. As one of our children or somebody else might be questioning us and we go, just trust me. Or maybe it's with a little bit of a different tone. Trust me. I wonder if in this childhood story that I remember so well, if that's exactly what William Tell said to his son. Trust me. If you'll notice, and I'll do a little bit of a close-up here, there's no blindfold. It would be, I think, a little bit easier to put a blindfold on. At least you don't know what's coming exactly when. But if I remember the story correctly, we also know that William Tell was somewhat forced into the situation to shoot an apple off of his own son's head. Trust me. What is trust? I think a simple way to think about trust is to think about it in terms of, of two separate ropes that are so tied together that they are linked in a way that they can't be separated. To trust is to be connected strongly. Husbands, do you trust your wives? Wives, do you trust your husbands? Parents, do you trust your teenage kids? I hear laughter, which tells me there's a little bit of... Trust? We like to say that trust is earned... And that when trust is broken, it takes a long time to repair it. The scriptures invite us to trust in the Lord with all our heart. Is it easy? The scriptures are replete with examples of people who had to trust in the Lord. 
We see the wonderful story of Elijah with the widow of Zarephath, and he tells her to take all of the remaining oil and, and, and flour and to bake him a loaf of bread and to trust that God is going to provide enough for her own son and for herself. We see that the children of Israel need to trust God to provide for them manna in the wilderness as they traveled for those 40 years. We are invited to trust in a God in whom we cannot see. We struggle with that. In fact, we like to take trust into our own hands and we like to say to it, well, you got to trust in yourself. And, and it says in our Old Testament lesson today, cursed is the man who trusts in man and whose heart turns away from the Lord. And somewhere in the tradition even of our own country, we began to print it on our coinage. In God we trust is somehow a reminder that it's not our own wealth in which we are to trust. And yet I venture to say that most of us spend more time balancing our checkbooks and looking at our financial situation than we do studying God's word. Am I wrong? I'm not saying we should be ignorant of where we're at, but the bottom line is that often we live our lives in a way that says it's in money that we trust, or it's in our own abilities that we trust. And God is there saying, trust me. We remember the widow who came to the temple to give her offering to the Lord. And the text tells us, as Jesus is observing her, this woman who gives these last coins that she has, gives everything while the rich give out of their abundance. Who has the most trust? It doesn't matter in our lives whether it's money or whether it's our job or whether somehow it's our own skills and talents in which we trust. Every time we do that, we're putting ourselves and man above the Lord. And so the challenge is each day to trust in the Lord. Verse 7, blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is in the Lord. He is like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. To walk by faith and not by sight is the challenge before us. When it comes to living our lives in this world, it is, the, it is the, the challenge before us to be an example to the world in how we live. That we trust in God. Times aren't always easy. Times can be rough. Our health is impacted. We lose our jobs. We leave home in the morning expecting to come home in the evening and we don't know. We don't know. 
Life is fragile. Sometimes we put off our, our relationship with God. And we'll say, I'll get to it later. We don't know. My heart aches for the family of the young man who went to an internship on his first day at work and who was killed in that plant shooting in Illinois. We don't know. Whether it's the violence of the world or an unexpected accident in a car, somehow our heart fails. God invites us through the very cross of Jesus Christ to, to trust in Him. To know that it is trust in the cross of Christ that brings to us the forgiveness of our sins. It's a reminder, as I said earlier, that there is nothing that we could ever do to cause God to stop loving us. We heard that last week, too. That God loves us unconditionally, not because of how we live or how we behave or whether or not we do things right, but simply because we belong to Him. We love our children, not because they do everything right, especially when they get to those teenage years. But we love our children because they're ours. Whether they come to us by birth or by adoption, they're ours. And we love them unconditionally. We are loved by God unconditionally because he bought and paid for us with the blood of his own son, Jesus Christ. And he invites us. As children trust their parents, he invites us to trust him to take care of us. To watch over us and to guard our hearts and our lives, not just for this world, but for eternity. He invites us, as he calls us to be his children in the waters of baptism, to walk with him and to trust him each and every day, even though sometimes we do not understand the path that he's placed us on. We walk by faith and not by sight. We trust in the Lord our God. Is it a blind trust? Some might say so. But as we look back in our lives, we can see the things that God has done and the ways that he's worked and the promises that he's kept. And we continue to trust in the Lord our God who gives all to us and who has only our best interests in mind. And so I invite you to spend more time in Scripture than you do on your finances, to spend more time in worship than you do in trying to wonder whether or not you can make ends meet, to spend more time developing those relationships with fellow brothers and sisters in Christ, who are there to walk with you through the difficult times of life. I invite you to trust in the Lord your God. Trust 
in the Lord your God with all your heart. And lean not upon your own understanding, but upon his. Look to the cross and live in trust. In Jesus' name, amen. And now may the peace of God, which passes all of our human understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the true faith of God in Christ Jesus and to life everlasting. Amen.